you know, my passion for, you know, this industry and what I do on a day-to-day basis uh, only gets stronger. And I think it comes from the clients and, and people that I meet and stories that I hear and, you know, the impact that the planning does to help people. When it comes to financial planning, you need to cut through the jargon so that you can understand how to achieve your own retirement success. This is Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz of Kravitz Financial and Insurance Solutions. Well, hello and welcome in to Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz. Great to have you on our first episode of the podcast. Goal for today, really, Ryan, is just to kind of give people a little background on yourself, um, your business, and you know the reasons why we're doing the podcast. Because you know, not everybody decides to, to start a podcast. It's, it's a bit of an interesting uh, and unique avenue for a lot of people, but I think it's a great place to educate and inform people. And I'm looking forward to it. So, so how are you feeling about the first episode? I'm feeling good. You know, I've been thinking about doing this for a while, so I'm excited to to finally get this off the ground. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to it as well. Again, we'll get into a lot of the the, uh, the retirement talk as we go forward, and we'll get into to a lot of those uh, conversations on future podcasts. But today, again, is if for anybody finding the podcast for the first time or for anyone that's found the podcast down the road and wants to go back and learn a little bit more about you, we want to kind of set the foundation for the podcast as we move forward. So that'll be the goal today, breaking it up again into a little background on the business, uh, on you personally a little bit, and then also the people you work with and what you want them to get out of it here on the podcast. It should be a good show. Uh, let's jump into it, Ryan. I want to start with the business a little bit. And as a financial advisor, what does that mean to you? What, how would you define that? And, and kind of how do you look at that profession? You know, it's a good question. And, you know, the way I would answer that uh, now today is is very different, I think, than when I began. You know, when I got my start in this industry was over 20 years ago. I I was fresh out of college. And um, at the time, I, I really didn't know for sure what I wanted to do for a living. And I just kind of stumbled my way into the financial planning industry, quite frankly. Uh, it was kind of funny, actually, the last semester of college, I was just, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I, I went to the career center. And just for kicks, I took this test to see what you should do for a living. And like the number one or number two answer was be a financial advisor. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, um, okay, I'm 22, 23 years old. I'm not quite sure what all that means, but um, let me uh, let me look into this. So so I did. That's pretty and, funny because a lot of those <laughs> tests we don't. You know, we always we took those growing up. But I mean, I don't know how many people actually had had that align with their futures. That's that's remarkable. Yeah, it was crazy because it was like I was in the last semester. I ended up getting recruited by somebody and ended up interviewing and and then I ended up starting, you know, my career in the financial planning industry. And um I figured, hey, I'm I'm gonna give this a shot. Let's do it. But the interesting thing was is that early on in my career, I mean, I was young, I was still learning, and I really didn't, and I admit this to people all the time, that I really didn't have a huge passion for what I was doing. Hmm. I was still, I think, learning and trying to figure out the the value of really what I could do and how I could help people. But you kind of fast forward until 2008, right around that time period of the Great Recession, and that's really when I think that it hit home for me because I started to realize, you know, the value and of what I do and, and how I could help people. Because, you know, you see people that lost over half of their money, some of them in their retirement accounts. You saw people that lost their homes. I mean, it was it was a tough time for a lot of people. And 
you know, seeing that and then realizing, you know, the difference that I could make, that really had an impact on me. And then you fast forward, you know, from there, you know, my passion for, you know, this industry and what I do on a day-to-day basis uh, only gets stronger. And I think it comes from the clients and, and people that I meet and stories that I hear and, you know, the impact that the planning does to help people. You know, it's interesting because I think a lot of people on the flip side of that, you know, as an investor, you know, you enjoy these kind of smooth and easy times, right? So I think of just the last decade before, you know, maybe 2020, it's a pretty smooth ride coming out of 2008. And then it, it takes these big moments to kind of wake you up. So that's interesting that to hear it from your perspective as an advisor, that that's kind of, I won't say it, I'm not going to speak for you say it was a wake up call necessarily, but just it kind of changed your mindset on the way you approach things, much like it does for an investor. You know, it's so true because like when I first started in the industry, I was, it was in the year 2000. And if you recall, you know, between about 2000 to 2002, that's when the so-called tech crash was going on mm-hmm. or tech crash was going on. And it didn't have as much of an impact on me, I think, because I was so young. I didn't have many clients at that time. I was just kind of getting started. But I definitely did learn the value of diversification firsthand through others because, you know, many people were not diversified, lost a lot of money. And, um, you know, so that kind of happened. But then after that, the economy was doing pretty well and, you know, the market was doing well until right about 2008, right around that time period. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we'll talk a lot about your strategies and your approach to retirement planning as we move forward here on the podcast. But, you know, if somebody was just to ask you, hey, you know, what does financial planning truly look like for your clients? What would you tell them? You know, for me, it's really a, a comprehensive approach. You know, my clients, most of them are either retired or they're planning to sometime in the next five to 10 years. At least that's most of them. And it's really about putting all the, pieces of the puzzle together to help people to retire successfully. And, you know, that's everything. It's not just the investments. It's how are we going to get the income that we need year by year? What are we going to do with Social Security? What about Medicare? What about long-term care? You know, it's it's all of these different things that we need to, need to look at uh, together. Very good. And what, and what do you enjoy most about what you do day to day? I would say what I enjoy the most is taking somebody, and I'm thinking of somebody right now. There was a guy a couple years ago that he came to me. He was 61 years old, and he hated his job. He hated going to work every day, but he felt like he didn't have a choice. He had to continue to go to work that he could not afford to retire. And he drove over an hour to get there. He drove over an hour to get back home. Mm. So literally Monday through Friday was just about working for the weekend. And, you know, we really had a heartfelt conversation about, you know, you're, you're 61. I mean, none of us know how long we have, not to sound, you know, morbid at all, but none of us know how long we have. I said, maybe it is possible that you could retire. I said, let's at least take a look and see if it's possible. And if it's not, let's design a plan to figure out when it can be possible so that you know when, when that, you know, when you do have to work and tell. And, you know, long story short, he was able to retire. However, he needed to work some sort of part-time job. I mean, he was making about $120,000 a year 
at his job. And like I told him, I said, if you can just find a part-time job for the next, let's say five, six, seven years and make 20 or $25,000 a year or something like that to just supplement everything else that you have, you're going to be fine. And the difference that made for him to be able to, you know, know that he could retire and that he could make this type of transition. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't think of the words right now, but it, that that's an emotional moment. That means a lot to be able to help people to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's truly what it's all about and why you do what you do. That's a great story. And I'm glad that, uh, that hopefully he was able to kind of find some happiness and uh, and not stress and, and, and struggle with the day-to-day. You don't want to be in that position. So that's great. I'm looking forward to hearing more of those stories. All right, let's 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 talk a little bit about you. Um, you personally, what is one thing, and it can be anything, it could be really personal or not at all, but one thing you want people to know about you? Well, so I'll just tell a little bit about me. I mean, I'm born and raised in Southern California and you know grew up in the LA area was down in San Diego I went to San Diego State lived there for a few more years and then back in Orange County uh, currently live in Newport Beach uh, tricked my wife into marrying me 6 years ago <laughs> <laughs> we also have a 4-year-old son together so my wife's Rachel my son's Cody so en- enjoy living here uh, one of my hobbies and it's actually the way I met my wife is playing beach volleyball okay uh, I've been playing for uh, well, for a long time. I started when I was 18. And, you know, nowadays I play, you know, usually on Saturdays. And as a family, we all go down to the beach uh, most Saturdays. And my parents come down too. They love seeing their grandson. And, you know, maybe they like watching me play. I don't know. But <laughs> definitely like seeing their grandson. And, uh, but we go down, we hang out. And, you know, that's, you know, one of the reasons we really enjoy living here. But, yeah, I actually met my my wife. We were, I was down at the beach and, saw her there and she was playing with the group and I, I decided that they needed another player. So that's kind of how that began. <laughs> you got a partner for life now. You know, she, exactly. Little did she know, right? Yeah. That's a great story. Um, so you're, you're based, your office there in Irvine. Uh, what do you like most about the area that you live in? I mean, I, I'm born and raised here in, in Southern California. And certainly one of the things we love the most is again, the beach and also the weather. Yeah. You know, recently, what was I guess up until a couple weeks ago it was it was hot I mean we were having some hot temperatures here even at the beach and I'm going and I'm thinking what is this we're having to run our air conditioning so much you know usually most of the year we don't need it and Mm -hmm. we hardly need the uh the heater either so it's it's definitely something that we enjoy about this because you can we're active we like to be um you know, out there, whether it's just walking or going to a park or anything, just being outside and doing things. So, you know, being able to do that 12 months out of the year is is, is something that we enjoy. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful area of the country for sure. I'm glad um, you're able to enjoy that. Is Cody playing any volleyball yet? Um, I think he will at some point yeah. because, I mean, he's four, but he, uh, right. you know, for four years old, he's he's an athletic uh, little little kid, that's for sure. So, and he's tall. I don't know where he's getting his height. I, I know there's some people on my wife's side of the family because it's it's definitely not coming from me or, or from uh, my dad or my mom and dad's side of the family. That's for sure. That's funny. All right, let's uh, let's shift gears and kind of close out this first episode, talking a little bit about the podcast and the people you work with a little bit. So you know when you decided or when you been I know you said you've been thinking about this podcast for a little while now. What do you hope people will learn from the show? 
Yeah. So from this show, I'm just hoping people will learn some things that will help them with their retirement. You know, I'm going to share different tips, different strategies. Sometimes we're going to dive deeper into certain areas than others. And I just hope this will help a lot of people. Yeah, very good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it will as well. You know, we're going to hone in on a number of, of specific topics. But if you ever have any questions for us, you're always welcome to reach out to us. Um, who is your ideal listener as we kind of close this out? Who do you hope's listening? I know you work with uh, people primarily, I think, over the age of 50 as they're, as they're kind of nearing on that last decade or so of before retirement. But but is that probably who you hope listens to this or can anyone get uh, value out of the show? I think pretty much anybody could get value from this show. But ideally, this show is going to be for people that are either retired already or those that are planning to retire, you know, sometime in the next five or 10 years. Because what we're going to talk about a lot of is about getting all your ducks in a row, right? And figuring out how to make that transition from your working years and then into retirement and making sure that you have the income that you need for the rest of your life and that you can do all the things that you want to be able to do and and have the lifestyle that you want to be able to have. Very good. Well, we are looking forward to the podcast. Again, just some housekeeping stuff for you. You can find everything online, KravitzFinancial.com. That is the website there. You can also take your retirement ready checkup. You can click on a little button top right corner to take that. But also there's a contact link there as well if you want to get in touch with Ryan. But if you prefer to call, you can always do that at 714-462-9155. And please subscribe to the show wherever you listen. We're on every major podcasting app. So wherever you choose to listen, whether it be Apple or Google or Spotify, you'll find the show there and make sure you hit subscribe for us. All right, Ryan, very good. Very good first episode. Enjoyed uh, kind of learning a little bit more about you and uh, looking forward to what's to come. Excited about it. Absolutely. This is great. I'm looking forward to the next one. Well, thank you for listening to Candid Conversations, Retirement Talk with Ryan Kravitz. I am Ben George. Thanks for listening. New episode coming soon. So we'll talk to you then. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. Kravitz Financial and Insurance Solutions and BCM are independent of each other.